Hey, Michelle or Doug, are you guys there? I'm here. Okay. You really can't see me, but I'm here. Good to see you. It looks like you're in the uh, break room. <laughs> no, this is actually sadly an office. I was scared if I stayed in the dining room that they would like come up and say something. You're in the restaurant business. I'm just that's, saying. That's right. We are definitely, definitely in the restaurant business. Michelle, it is so nice to meet you. I, I have to tell you that your excitement about uh, visiting with me and Doug, which I saw you post about that, you're going to be on that. It made me happy. And I, I told Doug, I said, I don't care what happens. We're going to make Miss Michelle look good today. Oh, thank you. I'm excited. I've done a lot of things, but a podcast is not one of them. <laughs> Well, I guess when you have your monitor on at the same time you're talking, I was like talking to myself. I'm like, oh, that's weird, which I do talk to myself a lot. So that's not that weird. <laughs> I, do too. So, I do it all the time. Awesome. Did, Michelle. Did you also answer yourself. Did you tell everybody that? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I, I didn't hear you, Doug. Wait, did you send to me? I wasn't listening. I was talking to myself. <laughs> the uh, So I'm going to say hello. To, I'm going to uh, ring the bell. Then I'm going to say hello to Doug catch up with him for a second, and then I will introduce him to you. Okay. And then we will start the conversation. And we generally uh, just go from there. It's, we're just we're, we're just food people is all it really is. So, all right, so Doug, you about ready, bro? All right, one second. Hey, Ty, who is that? <laughs> I thought I heard people back there. Oh, okay. Ty, tell Ty, come on, man, what's up? All right, so I'm gonna ring the bell. I'm gonna say hello to Doug and we're gonna get rolling, all right? Okay, awesome. Here's my bell. See it. Hey, Doug Smith. What's shaking, man? How are things up in the PD up there in Florence? Hey, Tom. Everything's great up here in the beautiful Florence, South Carolina. Got me a nice tall glass of cold water inside as I'm watching the water fall outside. You know, getting ready for some beautiful flowers. It is. Uh, it is. It is going to be good for the flowers. I went outside after you and I talked a little while ago. And it is raining and it's dropped down to in the 60s here. So Ooh. I'm I'm kind of cranky now. I'm used to not being like that down here in Charleston. So anyway, but speaking of sunny weather and beautiful flowers, I want to introduce you to a new friend of ours, Michelle Cavanaugh. Michelle, please meet Doug Smith, also known as Doug the Food Guy. How are you? Awesome. How's everything in your world? Same thing, raining. It's been oh, raining it's raining forever. there too. So where are you today? We are in Tifton, Georgia. So an hour north of Florida and about three hours south of Atlanta. How close is Valdosta? It's about 30 minutes down the road, depending on how I have on a sister that lives in Valdosta, which, you know, is the home of the best football, high school football team around. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> You're safe. I'm not a football person. So oh, okay, I'm, okay. I've always heard how good they are. I watch their Netflix shows. So that's cool. a close one. And Tom, yeah, they... just to bring you up to speed, you've all driven <laughs> by the Citadels football stadium there in Charleston. I have indeed. That's what the high school stadium looks like in Valdosta. Wow. If you don't have season tickets, you don't go. Somebody must have some money down there in uh in that county, I'm gonna say. They're, they're all about their football, it. that I can tell you. That's awesome. Michelle, quick thought for you is how about a, now that we know you're in Tipton, which is, I, I'm a Georgia boy too. I was born and raised in Atlanta. Give us an episode number one of who is Michelle, maybe a origin story. Tell us who you are. 
Well, um, Michelle, as you said, Kavanaugh, I used to be Bassett and then I got married. Um, I was born and raised in Tifton, went to Tiff County High School, went to ABAC, uh, went to school in Milledgeville at Georgia College, and then I went to about, a, I've been to a bunch of colleges. <laughs> I finished my degree in 2000, and I went and worked in the marketing field, but all before that in high school and college, I'd always waited tables or worked in a restaurant. I worked for Red Lobster before I graduated for eight years on and off. I don't know why they kept hiring me back, but they were so sweet. They did. And after um, I did a little bit of marketing with Marriott and hotels and definitely wasn't my passion. Um, I, I mean, it was a great company, but it just wasn't what I really wanted to do. In the meantime of working there, I met my husband. I decided I thought I was going to go back to school again. And we have four children. And he had three and we had one together. So it was all really fast. And I was going to stay home with the kids and go back to school. And then finally, my husband asked me if I could do anything, what would I want to do? And I told him work in a restaurant. And um, he really didn't like the answer, but <laughs> he he went with it. And the next day in the news, we saw where on the newspaper, they were opening up an olive garden in Tifton. So I applied and that started my restaurant career as a manager and I was there for eight years almost like seven and a half so three years three and a half I was a general manager and four and a half or four I was a, a service and other managers in Tifton right. but I worked in other restaurants like in other places awesome tell us true tell us true how many breadstick did you eat for that whole time oh my gosh like I don't every morning I would open and they want you to test and taste everything because everything is homemade and they want you to make sure it's made right. And that was kind of the GM's responsibility. So every morning I ate a breadstick. True story. <laughs> That's I, I, They I, are I, pretty darn special, I have to say. You know, I love that right. breadstick. They're so good. They were so good, yes. And what an awesome restaurant chain to work for as far as the, from training and learning how to serve people because that is really... You know, that's the dart. I mean, that's their way. You know, it's just about take care of people. So I get a feeling from from your bright smile and from your attitude that you probably did pretty well in the in that world. Yeah, I did very well there. I love the company to this day. They were great for me. It came to a point. My husband is an elected official. We have to live in Tiff County. And I knew I wanted something more. I didn't know what. And just God honestly blessed me with this amazing family who believed in me and wanted me to come help them and partner with them with Your Pie Pizza. So that's where I am. So tell me about Your Pie. Tell me what's, what's special about that. So Your Pie originated in Athens, Georgia. And our model is that we make pizzas any way you want them. It's not like you order just a pepperoni you can walk through the line or you can do it online or you can however you want to you pick how many toppings you want and what you want on it we have different crusts different sauces different cheese um everything that you could think of now the newest addition is pickles and hot honey people are loving that right now and we also have pasta we have a great gluten-free menu for people with celiac and stuff like that and it's just a really good concept. This is it's a smaller franchise, or it was when I started. I think there's 75 now. And it's we opened right in the middle of COVID. So that was interesting. 
So when I left Olive Garden, it was February the 24th, I think, of 2020. So when the Kugel family, I like to say, came and saved me because I wouldn't, I don't know that I would have wanted to, that was a hard time for everybody. And I was blessed to be in the place I was when it hit. It was definitely a trying time. (laughs) You know, I I absolutely love my my pizza pies. And if I have a go-to, it would be, you know, something maybe like my local restaurant, they call it the holy, uh, oh, geez, I forget. Anyway, just your traditional old school. It's not coming out of my mind right this second. You ever have that brain freeze? All the time. Hey, by the way, was it tapioca? Yeah, tapioca. Yeah, that's the one. There we go. Margarita pizza. Gee whiz. How embarrassing. We make those. They're so awesome. They are good. Yeah. Is that a popular pie for you, y'all? Um, in South Georgia, I'll be honest with you, the most popular would be more on the meat side. But like I said, we have a really big, I was really shocked to learn this, even though, at, you know, Olive Garden, we had gluten-free and sensitive stuff. But you had, in a pizza place, you just don't think about how many people that have gluten issues. And we have a, a big group of people that like the keto cauliflower or, mm-hmm. you know, gluten-free cheese. But the main thing that people get here is either Supreme or a meat pizza a lot of people like meat pizzas in the hawaiian pizza is pretty popular but they build their own so it's hard to say the majority of people do build their own when they come in the restaurant now i know this is going to be a dividing line so people are going to either love this or they're going to hate it but i have to ask i know what you're going to say pineapple is it is it fair to have that on the pizza or not i'm going to say it's fair because I mean, you'll be amazed at the people that put it on their pizza. I like it only if there's something very spicy on it. Like, it's good if it's you're mixing the taste up. A lot of people like it with the ham and the bacon, but I'm not going to be against it, no, because a lot of people do order it. Uh, I'm one that likes it as well. I think uh, pineapple on pizza is fair. And like you, with the sweet, you need a little something hot, kind of spice it up a little bit. and. That uh, hot honey probably is pretty good with it. It is so good. Now, that's something I recently tried, even though we'd had it for a while, and it makes the pizza really good. And pickles. I would have never in a million years thought about putting pickles on a pizza, but it's actually delicious. And I'm not even a pickle-loving person. You got me curious on that one because I've never had a pickle on a pizza. But pickle on a pizza. That, that's, a, that's a new saying. I love it. You'd be amazed at the things that people ask for on their pizza. Like it's crazy some of the stuff that people have asked for. Well, isn't isn't um banana peppers, pepperoncini, isn't that pickled peppers? It's the same thing. They're just cut up in a different way. Pepperoncinis are more of a they're on a salad and they're more of a smaller and then the the banana peppers are cut up. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I was just thinking different. of the pickling. Yeah, I was thinking of the pickling taste. As my mouth is watering, of course, now thinking about it, that people have unique flavors. And, and I, one of the things I, I really feel from what you've talked about and knowing a uh, little bit of your background and who uh, the training that you that you have, it seems to me that you also are a person that believes rather than deciding whether something should or should not be, that your experience is about taking care of the guest and whatever kind of nuttiness they want to put on the pizza. What have you? So the reason I ask that is that have you had a pizza where you you made for somebody or saw being made? You were like, wow, I don't know if I would put that 
all together on that pizza? Good question. Well, that's funny you asked that. <laughs> Had a situation <laughs> recently. So as you know, we're in the middle of what seems to be similar to an inflation. So food cost is enormous. You're in a build your own pizza model. So people can get as many toppings as they want for free. And I think we've one thing that I have tried to do or we tried to do is keep the cost, you know, fair. But at the same time, you know, it's hard with all the prices going up. But there are people that will come in. Sometimes they'll ask for, and we have one guest that orders everything on their pizza and that's perfectly fine as long as, you know, we make it right. Because some sometimes a team member may not know what to do and they have a mile high pizza. We do tell the guests in a try, and I try to do it in a caring way. If they try to add way too much, like their pizza crust is going to be burnt. And a lot of them will be like, I just want it burnt. And I'm just like, okay, you know, or either your cheese may not be cooked all the way if you don't want it burnt. So there's a proper portioning way that we're trained, but we are also trained to make our guests happy. And if they want whatever we, you know, do it without jeopardizing the integrity of the pizza. That would make it kind of hard to fold, wouldn't it? It is. <laughs> it is. I mean, you know, I, I'm probably sometimes the worst person to be on the line. I like to go to Expo or Oven just because as someone who does count the food costs and I know how you know important it is in any restaurant, especially right now, it, you know, I'll be like just tearing little pieces of stuff and put it on there. <laughs> so I, I just, it, it, we got a great team though. They do a good job. So I can stay on Expo or Oven or even Register. So you, you talked about your oven two or three times. Do you have one of those high temperature ovens or what kind of oven are you yes. using? We have a brick oven pizza and it has burnt my hand more than I care to admit. And it's my fault only. Yeah. Uh, it's It's a nice oven. It's really nice. It's heavy, but it's nice. Man, you just can't replace those brick ovens. I tell you, there, there's something special about that dough when they put it in that brick oven and let it cook. It really is. And I think that one of the good things about your pie versus some of other, and I haven't been to many other places. I only hear about it from our guests who travel because we're right off the interstate, is that we toss, we, we still hand toss dough here. We don't use dough presses. And oh. I think that makes a huge difference in those ovens as far as the dough being perfectly cooked and, you know, not too thin, not too thick. It's just like perfect. Even when people come through the line and some of them will be like, well, I want it really thin and crispy or I want it really thick. You know, we can kind of maneuver a little bit, but they're never upset when they get it because it's just perfect. So can you throw the pizza up in the air and twist it around? I can. I do it all the time. I actually enjoy doing it. For many reasons, I think it really does help stretch the dough and even out the semolina and flour off of it. So I do do it. I have team members who are scared to do it, but I have some that are, will do it. But yeah, I can toss it up. I used to could turn and do it, but I don't know what happened over the past two years. I've kind of lost that skill. Well, Tom, you'll appreciate this. I was taught by my local pizzeria, a good friend of ours, Steve Toniolo, how to yeah, do that where you use your fist and you twist. Uh, so I actually got pretty good at uh, throwing the pizza up in the air myself. It's hard to do after you put the toppings on though. I found that out. Yeah, you probably you shouldn't do that. Exactly. You probably, yeah, you, you probably shouldn't do that. It makes for a cool TikTok video though. I will tell you that. People love yeah. that. 
we had all 10 inch pizzas until recently we added a 14 inch so we can kind of do the fist stuff now but before with the 10 inch you could just pretty much throw it up right right you got to have it to where it's big enough to get it going right. so. yeah i watch people on tiktok do that all the time awesome awesome so you are on the tiktok so tell me you said earlier that you have uh quite a batch of babies in that house at my my home at home or my house at, oh you mean at work home I was mean you said you had, you guys have seven kids. I thought that I heard you say you guys four, had seven. Four, four. Oh, we had yeah, three four. and then That's we added difference. one to it. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. I'm I am I am actually the the not the operations guys. I'm not the operation guys in this. That's actually he's also done. not very good at math. It's okay. It's okay. I have a lot of first time. I have like 20 kids at your pie, and then I have four at home. So <laughs> and one works here. So oh, oh fun. How about that? My oldest son works here and he's 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 great at what he does. So I'm proud of him. He works really hard. Cool. It's good to have kids in the family business. I I grew up in a family business. My they, it was started in 1840. That's the first records that I have for our business. It was sold in 1987. It it made a difference in my thought process. I know we oftentimes talk to employees or people were with whom we're working, asking them to have a, a mindset similar to an owner or a mindset a little bit more like the people that are running the business. And without having, without seeing it from a, uh, you know, from a family point of view, that, that seems to be hard to express where, uh, you know, now that with your, with your uh, child working there, you know, you probably are saying, Hey, no, you, you're going to do the work, bro. You're going to, you're going to do the work. Yeah, I mean, when we first opened the restaurant in 2020, his dad sat him down and he was like, look, he was like, you've got to be the hardest worker in there. And I, I definitely think that he be, he started when he was 15 and he's just going to graduate high school now. And he's done a really good job. And we have a great group of kids. They have all done a good job. I, our turnover is really good. You know, sometimes people really don't ever want to leave. They'll try to stay up here after they're off. And We've been blessed with a good team. I didn't really struggle as bad with the staffing thing because when we first started doing the interviews in the summer of 2020, I wasn't against hiring 15 year olds. You know, I can work around all the rules and regulations that comes with them. And I got a little bit of my restaurant friends were kind of giving me a hard time because I could have never pulled off what I pull off here at, at Olive Garden, you know? And because we had, you know, so much different serving and alcohol and we do serve it here, but you have a shift leader who pours, but all those 15 year olds that I hired are still here. There you go. Yep. They are. Wow, lots of family. Yep. They are all here. <laughs> are they all, are they all in high school or, or what are they doing? Well, one, uh, two of them are still in high school. One of them ended up when well, she was in the middle of finishing early and she's already started college and she's done with her school and um then there's one who is I'm not sure exactly what she's doing for this semester because the semester's just changed I think she might be doing dual enrollment too but they can do college and high school at the same time and most of them do that maybe they'll follow you over to ABAC <laughs> yeah I mean, that's my plan I've been begging them to stay I even tell their parents when they come in here all of them I'm like can you just please stay like ABAC is a great school that's we played them in um trying to think what division they were in I went to Armstrong just across the you know across the state there and I know that we play I think we played you guys in baseball 
I think we played you guys in soccer two years. That, that was back before helmets, I guess, a long time ago. So. <laughs> that explains oh, a lot. It could have been that long ago. <laughs> what yeah, happened? Dallas had a good sports program. So tell me, uh, what what caused you, I know you talked about the family that, that you worked with to, to introduce to your pie. What caused you to make that jump? Was it the family? Was it the opportunity? What was in your heart thinking about jumping back into the food business? So, well, when I jumped back into just the food overall, uh, I really, my husband uh, was really supportive, though, even though he, he knew that that would put a lot on him because there is a lot of nights involved, especially when I first started out. But when I made the transition, I was really successful. I did really well at Olive Garden, and I have not, you know, there was nothing bad about the company or anything there. But it's like whenever... I get, I do stuff. I get completely consumed in it. Like I will, I'm going to do the best I can and give you all I can. And I think with the timing of the guy who approached me, Tom Kugel, when he reached out to me, I was already like that day. I was already thinking of like, my mom had said something to me that I was always stressed out, you know, just little things. And and he, I, he won me over. Him and his family 100% won me over. It wasn't, I mean, I love your pie, but he is a great, him and his family have created a whole other company and they have a bunch of grocery stores and Stripling General Store across the street, Ace Hardwares. And, you know, when you just meet people and you know they're good people, you know they're going to take care of you. And that's been the case. I'm glad to hear that. That is neat. Uh, that uh, in our industry, uh, me, because I don't know if we've even told you, but Doug and I are also in the food business in disparate, oh. different ways. Yeah, we we are. That's why I was saying about it would be just like me. We would end up talking about food or we'd be <laughs> talking about spirits or we'd be talking about somebody that we knew in common. It almost always works like that. And that's one of the reasons I asked that question. I'll take this part out. It doesn't it doesn't. It just I want to make sure you knew the context of why I said target audience, Michelle, and our target guests are generally food service, food and beverage professionals like you. Right. So the people that listen are people like you. If you were to say to someone that was wanting to get into the food business and a young lady that's out of high school or going to college, um, what would you say to a young person about getting into the food business now? Get in while you can. I think the biggest mistake I had was not following my heart and thinking like I had, and I'm not, I definitely am big on education and that's something that most restaurants will help you with. But if you really have a passion for it, don't shut that door because that's time that you could invest your future into a company. And that was one of the things that I was grateful for, you know, having that eight years at Red Lobster, they were part of Darden. So when I went to Olive Garden, you know, I had that with me. And I would definitely say that make sure that you are very good at dividing your time you know you have to be great at time management and the best people I honestly think have um ADD I think if you have ADD you're perfect at restaurants <laughs> that explains a lot I think we're all in the same boat there so, uh, <laughs> oh my god Michelle Michelle you would never even guess what Doug and I were talking about before you got on we were talking about uh about about and I say ADAC, whatever it is, I heard a thing the other day by Simon Senek, who is a speaker. I don't really know where he came from, but he's a really neat 
uh, speaker, and he talks about his attitude with being diagnosed as a young person with ADHD, whatever it happened to be. And he he talked about some things that they that he does that helps him overcome, you know, that squirrel. Like, because Doug and I were laughing. I'm like, look, I'm sitting here talking, looking at the blue, the damn blue butterfly. He's got to put in the right hand corner. I'm thinking, I wonder, I wonder if that's real. And I'm like, what is that yes. going on? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, to be truly transparent, I'm looking at the locker behind you, Michelle, back there, saying, I wonder, wonder what they're keeping in the lockers. Yeah. And who was the guy you were talking to behind the door? Yeah. What if, what if Ty put like a head in there and it's like there's a head in there, it's going to fall out. He probably did. You know, Ty. Last time I checked, no, I'm just kidding. It's employee lockers, but they don't use them. It's mainly for our paperwork. But I'm the same way. So I was diagnosed with ADHD as a child. And I and in college, that my teacher, my professor, pretty much made me go get tested again. And they kept trying to medicate me. And I was like, no, no, no. And when I got in the restaurant business and I went to my checkup, my doctor's like, do you realize like how ADD you are? And I was like, yes, but that's what makes me good at what I do. Exactly. <laughs> that's who you are. So I was never diagnosed with uh, ADHD or any of those, but I was definitely diagnosed with dyslexia. So the letters all get all mixed yeah. up, messed around sometime, but boy, look at the creative side we all have. You know what I'm that's saying? Exactly right yeah I feel like they're not disabilities I feel like I mean I've used it to my advantage all through high school college workforce you know I was able to get extra time on tests everything I mean see it, it, it works it's, it helps me uh, it really does especially we have a catering company on the side as well and so I'm a lot of the times I'm juggling two things at once and that's perfect on those days mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when someone asks me I'm not trying to take the spotlight on me, but for the funny part of it, yeah, I am. And I'll take that part out too, <laughs> is that uh, people ask me all the time, dude, what, you're, what is wrong? Do you have ADD? What is ADD? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You don't have it. You're one of those poor people that don't, you don't have ADD. Oh, that's so sad. What do you yeah, have like low? Exactly. Yeah. Do you have like low eight, low DD or something? There's something wrong. You can't, you don't have the energy. You, you can't yeah. follow my train of thought, even though it's not linear. <laughs> so I get it. I can't even understand sometimes. My husband does not have ADD, but it drives him crazy that I do. Because I will, he could talk to me and I'm thinking about everything, but what he is talking to me about. That's like, what? now, and who was your third grade teacher? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will. I will think about everything except for what's in front of me at times. And I know that makes people mad. <laughs> it's a, well, they'll have to have so many people that have big personalities that have a lot of energy that are so that actually truly are excited to be here. It makes sometimes it makes people uncomfortable that they don't have that energy level. But those of us that do enjoy it, and are able to spread it, you know, being told, you know, hey, can you keep it under 30 words? Or, hey, can you be a little more quiet? Or, hey, can you not talk so much? Or, hey, can you not try to do three things at the same time? Why don't you just focus on one thing? You know, Never I, I, I have heard that. Yeah, no, I, I could probably take you know, whatever the medicine there is, and I'd be like, that shit ain't working for me, man. No, I'm no. It's hard to overcome. It is. It really is. And I think, it, like I said, I think it's a gift. So it's absolutely a gift. And, you know, you, you said something earlier. It's being able to work through knowing what, what challenges you have and how to make it into a benefit for you. 
And yeah. you know, like I say, I had dyslexia and, you know, I have spell check on my computer, on my cell phone, and it catches all those little issues and problems. Now, sometimes I may ch uh, choose the wrong word. It may, may be spelled correctly, but it's not the right word. That's but, right. Uh, you know, through all of that, I've, I've really come up with a lot of ways to work through that and, and make it into a positive. Exactly right. That's true. That's what you have to do. You have to. It aligns. It does, Michelle. I believe what you said. It does align with the restaurant, the food service world, because I still I haven't served tables in a very long time, but I still have dreams. Even to this day, I still have dreams about getting three, four, five tables at a time or being in the kitchen and getting the tickets or just yes. and I'm in the weed. I still have dreams about those being in the weeds. But I do recognize that eventually the last ticket will come out and the last right. pie goes in the oven and then we can have a beer or a Coke or. Yep. I, I miss do. those. I do. Like some days I think about that's the one thing like being on the line in the kitchen was something that I truly enjoyed, but not love. But, you know, the, the alleyway where you're expediting the food and taking it out like that was the rush of it all right there through volume and everything was fun here. It's different because everybody watches you. So you're, you're there, like you're not hidden by a wall. So that's one thing I had to adjust to. Like there is no wall here. They can see my facial expressions and I'm not good at hiding them. So with your pie there, so you're actually, people can see the toppings. And I remember the only one that we had, we had a your pie here for a couple of years over on, um, on Highway 17 for a little while, but never, I never made it in there. It's on the opposite side of town and just never made it in there. But it, I remember seeing that it had, um, I say, I remember seeing, wondered how they actually made the pies in there. So you actually are making, everything's in front of your face there to make it? Face. In front of your hands there to make it? The only time that the guests can't see their pizza is if they have a gluten allergy and we do it in the back. Like every part of the process is done where the guests can see it, which I love that. Absolutely. So you kind of come in, you pick out your dough, then you pick out your sauce and your toppings and your cheese. And then when you get all the way to the end, it goes into your brick oven. And then by the time you paid for it, your name's being called, right? Yeah. Well, we take it to the table. So oh, you, you can go to deliver to the table. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll bring, we bring it to you. So there's that. And then we also have gelato that you can come back and get dessert for. And we, oh, uh, you have gelato too? We do. And we carry brownies. And I mean, this is, this is a really, it, to be a pizza place, it has a lot of different foods. You know, the build your own pastas, a lot of people like those. We uh, probably sell a lot of pastas and catering especially. So so what's your go-to pizza? When, when it's your time to have lunch or dinner, what, what's yours? I always get white dough and I get the marinara and hot sauce and I mix it together, half a scoop of each because I'm big on portioning. Uh, a cup of mozzarella cheese on it and I put pepperoni bacon and banana peppers and then I put oregano on the top Ooh, sounds good yep what do when you call I, that one that I just my, my pizza <laughs> <laughs> my, <laughs> I guess that's my hey make my pizza 
Make Michelle's pizza. I, I, I would call it your pie. That's your pie. That's my pie. I make it. Wait a minute. That's a, I think that'd be a good name for a pizza place. Hey, let's do that. Oh, maybe it's already taken. Michelle, you are a star. You are a star. And I know that I, I am so surprised how fast this is going for us. Uh, we are so enjoyed enjoying to meet you and enjoy to hear your story about how you came to work uh, with your pie. And uh, before we get too far away, because I, I do have to go catch a flight, is uh, before we get too far away, uh, if people were out in the community, Michelle, uh, either through your pie, through your catering, uh, where would they find you? Where would they find you on social media? So out in the community, oh, that's, there's a bunch of different places. So I really like helping local issues such as we had a child that had cancer or you know a little we're doing a benefit coming up for a, a little girl who um is having seizures so i i love the individual stories and helping them but i also like to give back time as far as helping out where i can we've done a few things we did something we called to care when we open which is for foster care um and then i also believe in the kids i love kids i've always loved kids and that's kind of one of the things that we've done a lot of is getting out into the schools getting out into the rec my kid plays sports so it makes it easier for me is uh giving a lot of kids that couldn't normally come to your pie free pizza passes i do that a lot and going to talk to schools and colleges and just you know we have a bunch of good organizations i don't want to name all of them but pretty much anytime that someone needs some help or anything, we always try to say, you know, hey, let us do it. And in the community, there's a bunch of good things that are going on. Tipton's a small town, but it's a town full of love and support. And so we have a, actually a new outreach that just recently started where they're taking homeless people off the street and helping them with food and clothes and stuff. So, you know, there's, I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere. You know, I, I try to manage my time wisely with my work-life balance. and But within the, our four walls of your pie, we're able to do so much. We give back on our benefit nights, you know, up to 20% of people that um, come in and eat for those causes. So I'm everywhere. <laughs> I'm catering, you know, that's more of um, that's more of a thing that we started just to kind of see what happened and didn't expect the outcome we got, which has been huge. So that's a growing part of our company too. So that's kind of a sideline company, but yeah, it's Red Door Social. So got a lot going on over here. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like it, Michelle. I, I, I know that we all have planes to catch, places to go, but this has been so enjoyable. I've enjoyed having you on the uh, podcast with us today. And I just have to ask you one last thing. You're obviously an entrepreneur. Is there any other restaurants in your future or is this it? To be continued. <laughs> to be continued. I see a future location. I see a future addition to that location. I like it. Number I'm just two. Gonna say this. I'm, 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 my, my feet are planted with the family that I'm with, and you know the we, I the company as well as doing your pie and tips and done great. Um, but it's hard to say. I can't say. I don't know. <laughs> well. Uh, I, I see locations in your name. So there you go. You never know. We could, you know, put a sushi bar across the street, you know. Hey, there you go. I like a good sushi. <laughs> so. Sushi on pizza. That'd be good. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that would work, Tom. You got to have the raw fish. I got you. 
Well, I have, uh, that's, uh, I, I am kind of an idea guy, as Doug knows. Oh, yeah, big idea. Yeah, big idea. Sushi. I invented, yeah, earlier today, I invented plant-based beans. It's a new thing. You'll hear about it. It's going to be big. Plant-based oh beans. <laughs> well, we sell a lot of plant-based stuff, so I'm sure I will. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Michelle, it is such a pleasure to meet you. You have a wonderful smile and a wonderful attitude. And I hoped that, and you match exactly how you uh, sounded when you were promoting uh, being on. So we're grateful that you would consider to hang around with us and that we could bring a little bit of uh, joy to the people who are listening because uh, we are, uh, we would be okay if we catch back up with you to find out what's going on every now and then. Just say hello. 100%. I'd love it. That is amazing. Well, Michelle, I appreciate you so much. And we're going to wish you cheers from Charleston. Cheers from Florence. Cheers from Georgia. <laughs>